Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. My name is Carly Aquilino, and I am so happy that you're here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the club. Have a bunch of emails that you all sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that I'm excited to get to. And we might just jump right into it, girls, because I don't know if I have any updates in terms of my my usual updates, which is TV shows and uh, Trader Joe's items. You know, nothing, nothing on that front. And I'm not even drinking a fun, um, a fun mocktail right now. How like I usually am. I'm just drinking out of my 64 ounce stainless steel um, water bottle that sounds like a gong when I touch it. So that's that. But we're just gonna get right into these emails um, that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And where do we start? Where do we start? This one says, hey. One thing about us, we have a theme here, and I feel like uh, the last few episodes, it, it must be something going on in the universe, right? Mercury's in Gatorade or something, because the girls are, something's going on. Some of these emails we've been getting, whoa, do you guys feel that way too? Because I kind of feel that way. We had a pretty calm uh, end of winter, and now the spring's coming, so everybody's getting feral. And some of these emails are really just throwing us for a loop over here. <laughs> okay. So this one says, why are men dating nightmare? Okay. Hi, Carly and the cutie patooties. Love you in the potty so much. You keep me company all day long. And I tell all my friends to listen. Oh, well, thank you so much. And really thank you guys so much for telling your friends to listen, because we've been getting a lot of new uh, listeners recently And we love that for us. And I always go, how the hell did you guys find out about the freaking podcast? Because, you know, and it's all word of mouth from you girls. So thank you so much. So it says, let's see, I'm writing in to tell you about this dating disaster I just endured. Literally right after it happened, I was like, I got to tell my girl Carly. I've been single for five months and slowly making my way back into the dating scene, kicking and screaming. I went on a cutie coffee date with this guy from Hinge and it went super well. He was nice and smart and interesting. And we talked for two and a half hours. We went on a second date today and he suggested we go hiking. I normally am not trying to be lost in the woods with a man I barely know, but it was a busy park. So I said, sure. Uh oh. Carly, tell me why we're hiking in the forest. And this man tells me he has a gun on him. <gasps> I almost shit my pants, but I was trying to keep it cool. I understand maybe guys do this, but that is not something I'm personally okay with. And I would rather not hear this from a little literal stranger. Uh, yeah, girl, I'm sweating. My armpits are sweating. Even reading this right now, literal stranger while I'm walking in the woods with him, I was thinking to myself, okay, let's change the topic and get back to the car because I have no idea where we're going or how much of a hike we have left. We keep hiking and chatting and the subject of religion comes up. My family are New York Jews and not super religious, but I recently moved to the South. So I feel like I always have to tell people I date so they understand what type of background I have. Carly, tell me why this man says, oh God, do I, I don't even want to know what he said, girl. Tell me why this man says, wow, that's really interesting. My family's in the church, a church that you may have heard of. It's called the Church of Scientology. Wow. Girl, so now not only am I in the woods with a six foot four man carrying a gun, but a man who is also in a cult. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) No, I'm not laughing at you. (laughs) 
I tried to deflect my surprise and be like, wow, I've never met anyone in that church before. And he was telling me that he was homeschooled by the church. Oh, wow. Since he was little and all of this shit, I've never been so happy to see my car in my life. Literally, why are men? I'm never going on a date again. Ha ha ha. Anywho, that's how dating is going for little old me. Hopefully it's better off for all the girlies out there, but I'm never trusting a man again. Love you lots. I'm attaching a picture of my cutie little angel kitties. Let me see the cats. Oh, the cats are cute. I would give them 10 out of 10. And they look like besties, which is very cute. Oh, are they brothers? Oh my God. No, I can't think of a worse. See, this is why I always am like you. First of all, I don't want to fucking go hiking in the first place. I don't want to go hiking with somebody that I, I'm, I've been married to for 20 years. It doesn't it's not a fun day for me. I, I, it's, and I know I'm, you know, that's an unpopular opinion. Some some of you girls really are out there hiking. And then, then that's crazy to me. But I support it. But for me, if I went on a first date and a guy said, let's go on a second date, we'll go hiking. I would say, yeah, he's not the one. He's just not the one. Oh, my goodness. Why would he say he has a gun? I would. <laughs> You're better than me. I would have started screaming. I would have started screaming, crying, throwing up, calling 911. Telling people I had a near-death experience. I don't know. Too spooky. Too spooky. All right, let's see. This one says, what are our thoughts on Snapchat as 30-year-olds? Hey, Carly, I just have to say I love you so much. Oh, I love you too. And I've been a fan since Girl Code and a, and a big fan of the pod since way back with Future Baby Daddy. I'm so goddamn happy you are now a cat mom because I have a son, in parentheses, Kevin. Oh, his name's Kevin. And he's seven years old. And my pride and joy, I love having fellow cat people to gush over cats about. Pics included below of my boy. Okay, let's check the cat out. <gasps> Stop. He looks like a Kevin. I'm sorry, but he has a Kevin face. He's very cute. Oh, he looks nice. Okay. So she says, anyway, I'm writing in because I need some advice. I'm a 31 year old girly and I have a boyfriend for about a year and a half. He's incredible and amazing. And I love him so much. Like I would marry him. I love him so much, but I'm really hung up on the fact that he still uses Snapchat often. I still have mine and I use it to snap friends pictures of my handsome boy, Kevin, but that's honestly it. My boyfriend and I are friends on Snapchat and rarely snap each other, but I can't get this feeling out of my head that there are sus things going on. Interesting. For example, Snapchat updates your location every time you're online. Tell me why he was on Snapchat at 10.30 p.m. last night. Am I really to believe he was snapping a buddy? Uh, it would make me feel better if he was using it often and snapped all the time, but I haven't received a snap from him in over a week. I would have also noticed that he would leave a Snapchat notification unopened and I'm sitting next to or around him, which doesn't make me feel any better. Uh, wait. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. He would leave the, the notifications unopened. Okay. I want to talk to him about it, but I really don't know how without assuming without seeming insecure or jealous or not trusting. And I have no other reason to believe that he's doing shady things behind my back, but how are we 31 and talking 401ks and buying houses and getting married. And yet he's also still logging on to a disappearing photo slash text app at night before bed. I can't decide if I'm being weird or paranoid, if I should just bring it up. I would also like advice on how to bring it up. Is Snapchat normal or am I being weird or am I right? And it's bizarre and weird. Any advice is welcome and appreciated. Love you so much. Kiss you right on the lips. Kiss you too, girl. So, okay. You guys, I feel like if you've been around for a while, 
on this podcast, you know that my journey with Snapchat is is ever changing. When I was first, when we were first doing the podcast and I was first hearing about, oh, I Snapchatted this guy or this guy Snapchatted me. I'm like, you guys, what's going on with Snapchat over there? You know, I don't think it's, but now I'm like, oh, people are using it. It's a form of social media. I don't think it's necessarily a red flag, but I, I, I don't know. I, my thoughts of it have changed. I think it's more common than I was under the impression that it was. Um, but I would just, girl, you want to know what? I don't, I don't see the harm in you just bringing it up if that's what's going to make you feel better. It, and that just really goes for damn near anything. Like one thing about me, I'm not going to suffer and, and be in my own head because when we're in our own head, we're making things probably a lot worse than they need to be. And it's just, we're all adults. You guys can have a conversation about it without it turning into a fight. I would probably just say to him, like, you know, and also I didn't realize this, but you're saying it updates like every time they go on. So it's like public information, pretty much. If you saw that he was on at 10 30 PM, but I would probably just say like, you know, it's, it, it makes me feel a little weird that you're on Snapchat all the time. Like, who are you talking to? You know, that's all. That's not accusatory. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's insecure. It's something that bothers you and that's okay. And you just got to talk about it. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy. Is that really worth it? I don't think so. Um, let's see this. one. This one says, or, or you want to know what you could also say, oh, why don't you open your notifications if I'm like right next to you? Because that's really what it's about, right? It's that he's not like just like freely opening things up. Is that what's bothering you? Um, okay. This one says, this librarian almost pooped her pants. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know what? I think it's funny because, and I know I've mentioned something like in this nature before, but I think it says a lot about you as a person when people tell you they thought about you, you know, like, uh, if nobody in my life has ever said, oh, um, I, I was in a meadow and I, you know, I was, I was in a garden and I just was thinking about, you know, I saw the flowers and they reminded me of you. This is what I get. I get, I, I thought of you when I almost shit my pants. I thought of you when I was at, you know, TJ Maxx, which uh, God bless. And you want to know what? I worked hard to, to be that thing that pops into your head. Okay. So it says, hello, Carly and the sweet baby kitties. I watched Girl Code when it first came out and I only wanted to watch the episodes that you were in because I love your hair. Oh, thank you so much. And loved how funny you were and still are. So here's my story about how I almost pooped my pants right now. 5-19-23 at 11.50 a.m. We do remember the time and date of, of tra uh, traumatic things that happened to us, don't we? I'm working... Um, I'm at work minding my own silly little business, sending out rejection emails to people because as much as I want to hire everyone, uh, I can only hire one person. So everyone is getting a, I'm sorry, I loved you, but somebody else was better email. Not in those exact words, but you get the idea. Well, I'm sitting here typing out all these emails and I get the ugliest stomach cramp and I had to sit back and wait for it to pass. And my stomach made a noise that sounded like it was speaking in tongues. Oh God, what did you eat? 
I quickly get up and walk to the bathroom and I'm about to unzip my pants and my butthole opens up. (laughs) I've never squeezed my ass cheeks so fast and hard before like that. It was insane. I just needed two seconds to unzip my pants and sit on the toilet. I think I thought to myself and I barely made it. I was so scared. I checked my underwear to make sure that they didn't have any poop in them. And was very happy to see that they didn't. But my gosh, I never want to experience something like that again. And as this was all going on, you're the first person to pop in my head. And I thought, oh, no, Carly. (laughs) To be fair, I've never shit my pants, you guys. In my defense, I haven't shit my pants. Um I got to get back to work now and do story time and craft with kids and try and act normal. Like I didn't just make the restroom hazardous zone. Oh my goodness. Well, Hey girl, you made it. Let's, let's, uh, appreciate the little things. Cause I think your day would have been completely derailed. Had that gone a different way. Um, I was on a flight last week and this is something embarrassing that happened to me just to make you feel better. I was on a flight and I sneezed and I got my period. So that was sick. That was, you know, sneezing wasn't bad enough. It was like I had to, I had bigger fish to fry after, after I had sneezed and no, I wasn't wearing black pants and no, I wasn't wearing, you know, it was, it was a lot. It was, I would, I would say it was a fiasco. It was a fiasco, but it happens. What can you do? Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. Secret Humors Club is sponsored by Nutrafol. If you're dealing with weakened or thinning hair, you are not alone. 30 million women struggle with this. You can take control of your hair with Nutrafol. Begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in just three to six months. You guys know I'm such an advocate for for Nutrafol. I swear my hair is damn near down to my booty and I have to trim it all the time. Okay, It's, it's growing like a weed. My nails are growing. My skin feels good. I absolutely love Nutrafol. Nutrafol is 100% drug-free with only natural, clinically effective botanical ingredients. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Sub- uh, subscribe for monthly deliveries so you never have to miss a dose. You can also notice improvements in your overall well-being, which includes more restful sleep, less stress, better skin, nails, and libido. Okay. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code SKC to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SKC. Let's see. This one says it's not urgent. Thanks. Hi, Carly and the kitty cats. I'm about to make a life change career wise, and I'm looking for some advice about the interim. I'm quitting in five months before I switch. I want a break, a real break with some relaxing and some adventuring. I am already planning on going to New Zealand, um, starting in October for a month and then traveling the Pacific islands and a little bit of Australia. I invited my boyfriend to tag along and now I'm worried that I may just want to go alone. Do you have any tips on traveling alone as a female? Do you think I should include him? Uh, should I make it my own or work out some sort of plan with him? So I stay longer on my own or just go alone 
and meet him a few weeks into my travel. I love my boyfriend a lot and we have a great relationship. He's five years older than me and he grew up extra privileged and has time to travel alone with it and with his friends. When we first matched on Bumble in 2021, we bonded over wanting to go to New Zealand when all the travel restrictions were lifted. And that was the biggest reason I wanted to include him specifically. I talked to him about each of our scenarios and we're both just contemplating the options. For context, he doesn't need to worry about missing work Um, however, we do have a dog and he's worried about arranging care for her. She is his dog, but we live together. Um, any input is appreciated in other news. Isn't it so fucking awkward when you go to the bathroom at work at the same time as your boss? (laughs) Oh God. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. And then you have to make it sound like you're taking a dainty little pee when you really just entered the bathroom to fart. (laughs) Oh my God. Shouldn't bosses have their own bathroom? It's like, I have to do this with you too. Get a get a bathroom, freak. I don't want to pee with you. I, I pee to get away from you. Like, why do you not have a have a private boss's bathroom that all you weirdos can go and pee together? Okay. That does sound awkward. Um, I think that. I think I like the idea of you going solo and then meeting up with him after or vice versa. Maybe like you guys go start out together and then he can go back home and you could stay. I don't see there being any problem with that. And you want to know what I think is important. Like it is important that we all have our own space and time and do things that we want to do. And like, just because you're in a relationship, like, of course it's wonderful to travel with a partner, right? But just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you need to not have those experiences on your own. If you want to go on vacation with your girlfriends or if you want to go on vacation by yourself, like that shouldn't be a problem. I think it's actually really healthy that everybody has their own space and and um, time to do things that they want to do. But I think it'll be really special as well if you guys spend a little time together and he takes, you know, part of the trip or whatever with you. So, and and when it comes to, you know, I think we always like, I think always have your, and and I, I wish there was like better advice that I could give, but always make sure people know where you are. Always have your location on, always make sure you have, this is so important, extra phone batteries. Because if you're in another country and your phone dies, you're just, it's like, ugh. So annoying. I'm telling you, like, what a what a freaking uh, life changer. I always have like three on me at a time. Because I'm crazy, even if I'm just going, you know, even if even if I'm just going to Trader Joe, I got to make sure I got to make sure. <laughs> Trader Joe. <laughs> but yeah, I would probably plan it. Plan what you want to do, give him the dates. And say, if you want to meet up with me around this time, would love to see you then, you know? And I don't think he'll be offended or insulted by anything. And that way he can spend more time with the dog. It kind of is like, it sounds like best case scenario. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're all busy and it can be hard to find time to even process your feelings, much less really care about yourself. BetterHelp's online therapy gives you an outlet to share your emotions and take that important time for self-care. You guys, your mental health is so important. I cannot stress it enough. I always tell you guys 
I think we really need to, we always end up being like the fifth or sixth more, most important thing on our own list. And it's like, no, you should be number one and treat yourself like you're number one. Self-care, so important. BetterHelp is completely online. You can do therapy when and where it works for you, whether that's under the covers in bed or in the car between appointments. Getting starting, getting started is so easy. Just take a quick survey about your preferences and BetterHelp will match you with a licensed therapist. If your number one therapist isn't a perfect fit, you can easily switch at any time at no extra charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers, betterhelp.com slash secret keepers. Okay. This one says help. Hey, Carly, I have a situation and I'm unsure of what to do. I currently live in a beautiful three bedroom forest uh, home near a lake with my boyfriend, his brother and his brother's girlfriend. This has been the ideal living situation, but his brother and his girlfriend are having a baby and want to move out before the baby's born. The rent is pretty expensive. So to lighten the financial burden, my boyfriend's mom has offered to rent out a room and pay $700 a month towards rent. She won't be living there full time, but wanted to help out and have a home away from home. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely adore my boyfriend's mom. She's an interior decorator and is the most generous and loving mom I think I've ever met. However, sorry, guys, hold on. I have to take a sip out of my 64 ounce stainless steel uh, water bottle. Hold on. I got a dry throat. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely adore her. Um, I think I would feel a little guilty letting her pay towards our rent. What do you think? Am I having a hard time accepting help or is this giving too much? We can find another home, but this one is really something special and hard to come by. Thank you in advice. Uh, Thank you in advice. God damn it, Stanley. Thank you in advance for the advice. Much love to you and the kitty cats. Um, Yeah, I don't listen. It seems like she's just trying to help you guys. And it's kind of like best case scenario, right? Because she wants to help you. She wants to rent out a room. I think she probably is understanding of the fact that like, if you guys don't have help, you'll probably have to move. Right. And she's being a sweetie little cutie. Um, and it's kind of like best case scenario. Cause she won't be there full time. You guys can spend time together. If it were me, I would just say, I would probably say to her, like, I'm a little uncomfortable with you paying this much in rent. It, it, you know, I, I feel I feel weird about it. Maybe, you know, something along those lines, you could be more eloquent than I can, I'm sure. But, and she'll probably be like, no, I want to, I want to help you guys out. So see if you're feeling weird about it, just say something to her. And I'm sure she, you know, will be understanding. Okay. This one says, Advice for the girlies. Hey, Carly, let's get right into it. Shall we? Last week's show had a theme for sure that men are rats. (laughs) I'm single and I don't even care right now. I currently have no interest in dating, but hope again to in the future. Uh, The reason why is because I'm just tired of settling for what I think is potentially a good relationship only to find out that there was really no potential. Someone posted a TikTok of a woman giving advice that I thought was pretty great. I'd love to give her credit, but it didn't show her TikTok, just the poster's Facebook account. But anyway, she is married and divorced three times and said this. She said, when you are with someone and you're thinking about wanting to be in a committed relationship with them, make sure whatever they 
are in that moment, make sure that I'm sorry, make sure that wherever they are in that moment, like they don't have a great job, they don't lose weight, they don't fix their childhood trauma, wherever they are at that moment, you can deal with that. Can you commit to that person if they never changed a thing? I wish I had heard this advice years ago. Don't fall in love with someone's potential because it doesn't exist. Um, That's not to say people can't change and become better. Of course they can. But right now that potential doesn't exist. Maybe you'll run into a, a basement dweller with no license in 10 years and he'll be a whole new person with a car, actual social skills and a fantastic personality. But right now he's a gaslighting D bag who doesn't deserve your attention, kindness and sweet nature. That potential cool guy doesn't currently exist. I'm willing to be that person. Um, and the reason that you have these feelings after a year of being broken up is because one, you keep hooking up with him, even if it's only once in a while searching for that potential cool guy Two, you're bored and you need to find something else to occupy yourself, anything, but this guy is my advice. Your heart hurts because someone else has hurt you not because you love him. Okay. So this is, uh, this specifically like this little blurb that I just read is, about the girl from last week who had wrote in saying that she couldn't get over this guy. He wasn't committing to her. She was kind of doing this back and forth, like dance with him where she would still see him. They would hook up every once in a while, but he was not ready to commit. And she thought she was okay. You know, it was like this whole, we see it all the time. Um, but I think that was for her. And then she says, don't get me started on a 34 year old guy that only wants to sext because, and doesn't take you up on your offer to actually hook up. I'm not saying that he should have just hooked up with you, but I believe that's all it ever would have been. What connection is he really trying to explore? Exactly. He won't even see you again. I think he did you a favor there. Sorry to say, but there's no potential with him. Okay. So that was in. Okay. So she's, she's talking about all the different girlies from last week, right? This was about the girl who was dating a bunch of people. She um, felt some type of connection with this guy and she thought he was just using her, you know, to hook up, but they never went on another date. And then she says, and lastly, to the sweet girl who unfortunately thought she saw her future in a drug addict. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Sounds like this wasn't his only problem. It's been a year and you're still being tortured over what could have potentially been there in your mind. And that is what is still hurting you. It's not that you wish you were still with him. You're hurt because you're still mourning the loss of the potential man that you thought he could have been. Yes, that's facts. That's very true. Sorry if any of this was really harsh, but in reality, it's just my opinion. I think this secret keepers tribe is a beautiful thing that you've created. Oh, thank you so much. You give great advice. And so much of it is from your own experience. (laughs) I know that's right, girl. This advice I'm offering is from my own experience too. love to all the girlies and maybe all find Mr. Beautiful, amazing, big a wee wee someday. And she did spell wee wee. Oh, you I, Oh, you I. So she's, she's from France. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think we can fall in love with potential any longer. And I think we're all guilty of it for, for, from time to time. I mean, women really, really will, we'll stick it through. You know, we really will stick it through. And I don't even know where we think the potential, what the potential could be half the time, but 
we're just, we're, we're good people. We see the good in people. Let's see. Let's see. Where did I, where did I last leave off? Thanks for listening. Okay. This says bad haircuts. And what should I do? Hey, Carly, longtime listener. First time writing in. You posted on Instagram about your mom's bad judgment on haircuts on Mother's Day. And I thought it was a sign to write into you because my mom also had terrible judgment with my haircuts. See, now, if I brought that to my mom's attention, she would say that my hair was cute because she's crazy. Um, She says, I was in a horrible, abusive marriage for five years in my early 20s. Oh, I'm sorry. But since then, I have gotten divorced, done a lot of self-work, and have been dating the sweetest baby angel man on earth for about a year and a few months. Literally, everything is perfect when we're together, and he says he could see a future with me. He's introduced me to his family, et cetera, but here's the problem. I still have a pretty rare fertility issue called premature ovarian insufficiency, where I only have a 5 or 10% chance of getting pregnant naturally and will probably have to resort to egg donation to be able to carry a baby. My boyfriend knows all of this, but is still insisting on using condoms for about six months, and now he continues to pull out and be really cautious about not getting me pregnant. We're 31 and 32 financially stable. And he said that he loves me and sees a future with me and knows how badly I want to be a mom more than anything. So I'm kind of like, Oh, okay. Why do you need to be so careful? It's probably not going to happen anyway, but do you really hate the idea of us having kids that much? Like I'm cute and I would be a great mom. Am I being crazy and impatient or should I just break up with him and find someone who's actually serious about wanting a future with me? I think I second guess myself and tend to put myself down a lot after coming out of such a manipulative and toxic relationship. Please help a girl out. Love you and kiss you and the cute little babies right on the lips. So, okay. So my question here is, have we spoken to him about this? Have we spoken to him about a timeline of wanting to have kids? Because to me, that seems like what you need to do. And you didn't, you didn't mention it, but to me, it's, you know, everybody has a timeline of things that they want in their head. And of course, especially stuff like getting pregnant, having babies, it, it comes up unexpectedly sometimes. And, and a lot of times it's a wonderful and pleasant surprise. And people are like, yeah, hey, we were going to do it, but, and we weren't even trying. It's kind of just got lucky. It was a surprise. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people, of course, you want to plan it out as best as you can, even though very nor like all the time, it just kind of happens on its own or when you're least expecting it. I know like my, my mom had mentioned that her and my dad had tried for a while to um, conceive and nothing was happening. And then they stopped trying and she got pregnant like right away. You know what I'm saying? It's just like these things happen. You really can't, something like that. You really can't control it. But I think you should talk about it. See what he wants and, and what his timeline looks like. And if that timeline doesn't match up with yours, then I think that's when you need to make the decision of, do I want to be with this person or not? Because that's a very real problem, you know? And it's something that you should figure out probably earlier. Um, Like you guys have been together a little over a year now. It's something you should talk about now and maybe tell him that, you know, how it makes you feel. 
that that he seems to be like he's not interested in it because I wouldn't say if he doesn't want to have kids right now, then that means he never wants to have kids. But I think it's just like one of these things where a conversation will do you a lot of good. Okay. So this one says boys are confusing. Hi, King Carl and the princes found your podcast on TikTok last month and have been listening ever since. Oh, thank you so much. I've been texting all my friends and family about my boy issues and I'm thinking they're starting to get super tired of it. So I thought, why not email you? I talked to this guy back in December of 2022. We went on two dates and the first date, he told me how great I was, how connected um, we were, and he was excited to see me again. So Avi, I imagine my life with him as any girl would. After the second date, he started getting standoffish, boring texts, and not really trying to see me. After asking him what was going on, he said he's not feeling it to move forward. So instead of asking him why he's not feeling it anymore, I just didn't text him back and unfollowed him on social media. Don't know if that was a good move or not. To me, yeah, that's a good move, girl. <clears throat> you don't want to be with me? Cool. I'm all set. <laughs> I, I I don't care why. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. One thing I'm not going to do is sit around and listen to you tell me why you don't like me. Sorry. It's not happening. You know? I, I'm, I'm all set on that. So I would have done the same thing. Jumping to this past month, he started liking my Instagram stories of random things that did not pertain to him and would comment on my Snapchat story. I came with the Snapchat um, to start a conversation. Yeah. Guys love to do that. Guys love hurting our feelings and then being like, I'm going to like her Instagram story. <laughs> I'm going to ruin her life and then send her the fire emoji when she posts. Cause that's like the bare, the most bare minimum thing they could ever do. But they think it means that they're like putting in some type of effort or expressing some type of interest. I mean, come on. She says, stupid me. I then followed him back on socials. I took a chance and followed my friend's advice and just texted him happy Easter and asked him how it was going. We had a little combo that day. And ever since then, he will randomly text me asking if I was at a pirates game, Pittsburgh professional baseball team for the non-sporty girlies. I honestly, thank you. Cause I had no idea what that was. <clears throat> and also asking me to go golfing. Oh, this guy sucks. Oh my God. <sighs> Sorry. I, I don't know what's worse. This or the hiking guy with the gun. To me, like golfing. <laughs> I'm all set. After each convo, he ends up leaving me on red. Kind of annoying. So I reach out a week later asking if he was at a concert that I was at and he continued asking how my week was. I told him and he left me on red again. Girl, why are we still talking to the guy? This pissed me off because why would he care to ask me if I was going and then he would leave me on red? Two weeks pass and he comments on my Instagram story of me golfing. Oh, God. And saying that we still need to play together. So I called him out for not answering my text and he apologized about it terrible and said how terrible he feels about it. And he made an excuse that he texts back in his head but forgets to reply. If I was important to him, wouldn't he write and text me back? Yes. A thousand percent. Anyway, he texted me and I called him out for being confusing and asked him why he's reaching out again in the first place. Not sure if that was a good move or not. I added text between us so you could see the dates and how long it's been um, taking for him to reply. He wants, he said he wants to get to know me, but his texts don't give off that vibe. And I'm not sure. 
I could open up to him again. What are your thoughts? I included pictures of both of us and the text. All right, let's see. I want I want to see the picture of you two first because uh, what is this guy even thinking? First of all, you're hot. Okay, so uh, again, not surprised. And yeah, okay. You know what? I'm all set. I wish you didn't send me that picture of him. And, and I'm not saying he's ugly, but Jesus Christ. Okay, and then and, and, and I'm so sorry. But it's always these motherfuckers. <laughs> with the with the eyebrows that and the and the and the and the you know what he had and and i'm not and again i'm not saying he's ugly but he has i'm gonna explain to you what he has just for the girls out there so i could give you guys a visual he has that little patch of hair right under the bottom lip in the little circle okay he has that and the and then and you know, I don't know what they call that anymore, but when I was young, that was like, you know, called like a soul patch or something where they would, you know, like it was like Justin, uh, who had one of those, not Justin, the Chris Kirkpatrick had one. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay. You know what? Wow. Okay. So girl, and, 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 and I'm not, and I'm not hating. It's just like, you're a million times better than this guy. And, and when I see things, I can't fathom how one of my girls, okay, in, in this church, <laughs> in this club, looking gorgeous, looking cute, looking pretty, is wondering about why this guy's not, you know, okay. So let me just read these texts. So, okay. Yeah, he's answering her like 10 hours later. Oh, yeah, he's answering her like days later. He says his toxic rate is his toxic trait is opening texts, reading them and responding in his head and forgetting to reply. LOL. Cool. I just thought it would be good to hang out again, but I'll back off. So she had said to him, I just don't understand why you ended things with me. We haven't spoken in like six months and now you're reaching out and wanting to hang out again. It's fine. I just don't see where this is coming from. And that was when he said, I thought it would be good to hang out again. Yeah. He's like still giving you nothing. You know, he's not like doing backflips for you. So then she texts him. He doesn't respond. And she says, did you reply in your head again? He said, oh, I may have fallen asleep after I got done with work but I'm definitely open to getting to know you more. And she said, well, what happened before? And I, by the way, I don't see there being a, I I don't see an issue in having one of these conversations where it's like, you're both just open, you know, like you're trying to have an open conversation with him about where the fuck, what happened last time, why it ended, what he was feeling, because I think that you deserve that from him. He says, I'm not sure. I just wasn't sure what I wanted. So I wasn't in the right space of pursuing a relationship. Girl, if it were me, I would go, I would go ahead and just ignore this guy. You know, you could do whatever you want to do, but for me, I would just say like, this is like the rule. If somebody is not doing backflips for you, there is no point in pursuing anything with it, with, with any of these guys, because you never have to wonder, oh, what happened? What? Because at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you. Why it didn't work out last time. It's nothing you did wrong. It's not the way you 
you know, it's not your personality. It's not the way you look. It's not, there's never like one specific thing. It's just like, it didn't work. And again, like a lot of times I don't even want to know, but I would just ignore him. And let me tell you, my friend, um, has had this back and forth with this guy for a really long time. And he's always kind of like, just been like a clown and she sees that like the way that I handle things and I'm not doing this to be spiteful, but I'm just like, if you're not giving me what I deserve and want, I'm just like done. I'm, I'm all set. I don't need to pursue anything with somebody that's like very lackadaisical. That's not what I want. So why would I focus time and energy on that? And it's always when I make that choice and make that switch is when guys are like showing up at my fucking door with flowers. Right. So she sees that this is what what happens. And she told she did something similar with this guy that she was had this back and forth with. And of course, now he's asking her to hang out and blah, blah, blah. And she's ignoring him. But it has to be genuine. It has to be like, truly, I'm not lying. Like, I genuinely don't want to talk to these people that I'm not talking to. But it makes them go freaking crazy. So you being like uh, available to hang out with him, eager to hang out with him, like asking him questions about, oh, what happened? It's like, I'm not saying like, oh, play it cool. Don't ask him questions. Fuck that. But it's like, why? Why does he get to hang out with you? Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's like, especially girl, his facial hair. And, I, and I'm sorry. But think of it as like, he should be so fucking lucky to spend time with you and to hang out with you. And he should be asking you out. We shouldn't be, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, do you want to go golfing? No, I'd rather blow my brains out, sir. You know? <sighs> okay. I, I got to hit my, I got to hit my, my vape. smoking out. What am I smoking? I'm smoking a lost Mary. Look at that. Okay. So this one ironically says, this is what happens when you ignore signs from Carly and the potty. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Carly, just wanted to share this story with you and the girls. I went on a Tinder date and had the best first date connection. We agreed on a second date, but since I had weekend plans, we ended up seeing each other the day after my first date. My delusional ass was so excited. I didn't think anything of it. Anyway, I returned back from my weekend and we started seeing each other every night for like a week. I'm sorry. That was a gut reaction. That sounds like my nightmare. I thought nothing of it. Red flags. I didn't see them. Yeah. To me, that is a red flag. One night, a week into dating, he was visibly upset that I didn't have a cute contact name for him. I was a little high, so I ignored it, but he proceeded to tell me to call his phone and he looked so excited. I was a little weirded out, but I was polite and called. Tell me why my ringtone was yeah by Usher. (laughs) In parentheses, we've never had sex. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know why this was his song choice. He's young. He's not older. So I really don't fucking know. Okay. By the way, we're not going to be calling people who like, yeah, by Usher older. Okay. Cause I was shaking my ass to that at teen night. She says, I couldn't shake the fucking ick. However, I wasn't in the business of evicting anyone. So I let him stay. He says, I want to take you out. I want to show you off. Blah, blah, blah. This guy's way too much. Way too, way with it. That energy is way too much for right now. 
I just sat there at this point. I knew I wasn't a survivor. I just sat there in misery and I didn't kick him out. Anyway, I ended things a few days later, found your potty and ironically listened to the episode about love bombing. Yeah, well, there you go. I was like, yes, Jesus is speaking to me. I hear, I hear you. I'm not religious though. So I didn't listen. And my stupid ass was overthinking everything. And I thought maybe I was a little bit impulsive and I should reach out for a second chance and just wasn't communicating that I wanted to take things slow and try again because he was cool for the most part. We had a convo and I shared that I'm learning how to be better at communicating and adjusting and actually dating seriously since it's been a while. He did not take things any slower. I've also been having a hard time at work and couldn't really handle entertaining someone that was smothering me after my long days of being a badass finance girly. Ooh, cool. In parentheses, small flex. No, I think huge flex. I started finding him very annoying and slightly embarrassing, but I'd never say that to him. We've talked about how we weren't in the business of ghosting. And I was like, fuck, I just got to suck a second time. LOL. I talked to my therapist and we agreed that ending this quote unquote relationship via text and blocking him afterwards was the best choice since it wasn't up for discussion. I felt like, and didn't want, I I didn't want to work things out. My therapist said something that I wanted to share with anyone. She said, we are all adults. This is part of the dating process. It's only been a few weeks. Don't feel bad about ending a relationship that you don't see yourself in. Don't forget that you both barely know each other. I say this to people all the time and you don't owe anyone anything. I say that. See, this is why I should have been a licensed therapist because I say that all the time. That's my point of view. If someone's like, uh, feeling a lot of anxiety about something new, someone that they've been dating for a couple weeks, someone that they've only been on a couple dates with, whatever. It's like, you don't even know each other. Who fucking care? What's his, what's his middle name? What's his, you know what I'm saying? What's he allergic to? Cause we don't know. You don't know him like that. So I a thousand percent agree. And you really don't owe anybody anything. Because who the one really, who, who's really the one that suffers at that point? If you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just don't do that. She says, please feel free to share the attached photo. Number one, my respectful breakup text before blocking him. Number two, the text back from a number that he created to have the last word two days later. No, not the burner, not the burner phone. <laughs> That's how you know the guy's in love with you. And photo number three, her cute cat. She says, am I crazy for laughing at his response? Because why was he so hurt? We barely know each other. It's only been three weeks. Yeah, that that type of shit is so weird. Okay, let's see. So let's read what she said, and then I'll read his burner phone text. She said, hey, I've been thinking about it, and I'm not being fair to you, and I'm really sorry, but as far as... But this is as far as we're going to go. I'm dealing with a lot of stress at work and it's seeping into my day to day. And I don't have the energy or mental capacity to give to someone or anything else. My attention. Um, You deserve someone who is able to give you that. I hope you understand. Thank you for being so patient and kind with me. And then he said, Your message means little to nothing when you block me on everything immediately after. I thought this was humiliating move from the go, but blocking me is pathetic to say the least. Oof. I just know it's three inches. I'm sorry. I just know it's three inches on a good day. I'm sorry. Maybe you should grow up and focus on your toxic lifestyle instead of fucking with and lying to me. 
my God, this is three weeks in. I haven't, I haven't said this after a two year long relationship. I just go, all right, peace. (laughs) Cool, man. I'm, I'm all set. Legit never thought I'd feel embarrassed by a temporary fling, but I'm over the moon that we both lied to each other the other night. It worked out for the best on my end. And then send some emojis. It's, it's giving not him trying to pretend like he doesn't care. Meanwhile, he went through the whole, the whole process of getting a a different phone number to contact you that. (laughs) You know, what's so crazy is like, if a woman did that, she would be like certifiable to a man. She would be certifiably insane. Like that, that would be it. If a woman did that, if a woman made up a different number to contact a man, tell him that she doesn't care. First of all, yeah, you do. And tell him that he's pathetic for blocking her because she was acting fucking crazy. He would call a mental hospital and he would say, I got a, I got a new patient for you. Okay. Whenever guys do shit like this, I go, imagine if a woman did that. Imagine. Because we won't even, and, and we've learned this from the podcast, we won't even say shit that actually is important. <laughs> because we're afraid that you're going to say that we're crazy. So we'll just pretty much sit in a relationship for a long time without like addressing the problems. This is why I don't fucking, this is why I tell you guys, say what you're feeling and don't fucking care. Okay. Because no matter what, if you're feeling something in a relationship and this doesn't have to really, this doesn't really pertain to this exact situation, but this is how I feel. Nothing you can ever say is going to push away the right person for you. But you got to read the room. This guy did not read the room. Oh God, I wish you sent me a picture of him. That would have been fun. You know. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, you dodged a bullet there. Imagine how he would be if you guys were like actually in a relationship, please. Couldn't be us. Couldn't be us girls. The weather's breaking, please. This one says girly misconnection. Hi, Carly. Me and my girlfriend went to a Dresden Dolls show Friday on 519 in Denver. The people watching was A++. The artists called themselves the Punk Rock Cabaret. Think steampunk. This visual is important to keep in consideration for what I'm about to tell you. We took special mushrooms and we were vibing and enjoying the experience. The show got out when we were waiting for our lift. We were able to see everyone's outfit outside under the bright streetlights, and there were some visual treats. Um, We had the mushroom giggles and noticed a person jaunting around the street uh, wearing what looked like sawed off kitten heels. Why are kitten heels so embarrassing? First of all, I'm pro kitten heel. One thing about us, one thing about me, I am pro kitten heel because I can't be walking around in in five, six inch heels. Okay. I'm not freaking, you know, I'm not a freaking supermodel. I'm not a model unless you're, unless you're referring to the DKNY spring summer 2021 campaign. But other than that, that's the only time. And that I was wearing sneakers for a reason. Okay. I can't be walking around in heels for God's sakes. My ankles can't take it. Anywho. Here we go. She said, these were low rider kitten heels, somehow even shorter than standard kitten heels. Anyway, me and my girlfriend start dying laughing and realize how ridiculous ba- ballet flats and kitten heels are. Like, why is nobody talking about ballet flats just being leather socks? Okay, first of all, again, with the slandering, and, and now I'm going to have to revamp my closet. Because I have about 4,000 pairs of, uh, of, of ballet flats, and it is very French. <laughs> okay. 
Anyway, we cannot stop laughing at the leather socks realization. And a darling human said, hey, can I help you all get an Uber? We told her, thank you, but we have one on the way. She said, okay, I just need to check up on my girlies in the signature Carly dictation and tone. Oh, wow. I think she was a secret keeper and we missed a connection. Well, if she is a secret keeper and wants to be friends in Denver, would you mind helping us connect? Oh my God. If you were there, please do reach out and I'll connect. I'll connect all my girlies. Wow. And then she gives a good, let's see. Wow. Really good. Fuck Mary kills there. Okay. So if that was you, let me know. And we love seeing people do nice things for each other. Let's see which one. Okay. This one says, girl, what am I doing? Hey, Carly and the cutie kitties. I want to get right into it and give you the shortest backstory ever known to man. I'm 25 and six months ago, I officially got out of a very serious nine-year relationship. I was engaged. We originally broke it off a year ago, continued having sex, staying in contact for a long time, which was a bad idea. But anyway, it has been fully no contact for six months. Let's call him Ryan. Last year, when my ex and I had broken off the first time I met someone, I really thought I found true love after a long, abusive and toxic relationship. To me, he was the man of my dreams. Let's call him Danny. Okay. He treated me amazing, took me on cute, thoughtful dates and made so many future plans. But every time we had the, what are we conversation? He would say that he wasn't emotionally available and that he couldn't give me what I really needed. Needless to say, I was devastated over that situationship ending more than my nine-year relationship with Ryan. Fast forward like six months ago, I cut off Ryan fully and had no plans on bringing Danny back into my life because of his emotional unavailability. But he reached out on his own like a week after Ryan and I stopped speaking. I really feel like men can sniff out when we're lonely and need of new dick. Well, not new, but you know what I mean? They can, they can, they can. I'm telling you, girl, they know. They just know. Um, okay. She says, anywho, I obviously entertained Danny because I still had feelings for him. We started right where we left off, hanging out with groups of our friends, cute solo dates, even started referring me referring to me as the mom to this little kitten that he got very cute stuff. Then again, four months later, he tells me he needs to work on himself before he could be good to me. And I found that man on Bumble saying he's looking for a relationship. Oof. You know, that's the killer. When I called him out on that, he said, oh yeah, you're right. That's false advertising. And then changed it to looking for something casual. Why are you guys matching on Bumble? Block the man. Block him on a block him on Bumble. Like, sir, I'm out your house twice a week and you're shooting up the club every damn time. Oh God. Why are you still looking for bitches when you have the baddest one? I eventually told him a month ago that this was too hard. I can't do casual when I have real intense feelings for him. He understood and let me go my merry way. Two days ago, this motherfucker texted me and said he's sorry for how it ended and he's not expecting to reopen things, but he is interested in a restart. Okay. So that doesn't make any sense. I said to him, honestly, if you can't commit to me at this point, why are you even reaching out? Because seriously, if you don't want to be my man, then leave me the fuck alone. Uh, He said he has no problem committing to me and that he started to work through the things about himself that he felt were bad qualities in a partner. I told him I'd think about it and we have plans this Thursday to talk through it all. My question is, do I give him a second chance? Part of me feels like this is a ploy to see if he still has me wrapped around his finger and I'd give him all the benefits of having a girlfriend without actually having a girlfriend. But what if he's serious and actually wants to try his friends have got 
have all begun to settle down and have kids, et cetera. So I'm wondering if that got him thinking that maybe he fumbled the bag. I don't know what to do. And I'm freaking out. Please help me out. I love you. Bye. Okay. So, you know, I can't, uh, I'm trying to think of what I would do. I would probably, first of all, okay. So you guys were, you guys had a little fling and then you dated for four months and then he couldn't give you what you wanted again. And now he's saying he can commit. If I were you, if, if this was something, if this is something that you are truly interested in pursuing, right. And you feel like you could get into this without carrying what happened the last couple of times into this new relationship, I would start literally from scratch. I wouldn't be going to his house. I wouldn't be hooking up with him. Like he needs to be taking you on dates. You guys do fun, cute little things together and actually start from scratch. Don't hook up and have that be it. And girl, when I tell you, you also should be dating other people at the same time because this guy's a clown. Okay. And we're not putting all of our eggs there. We're, We're freezing our eggs. We're not putting our eggs over there. Okay. I think you should see other people and see how serious he is about it. If he's serious about it, he'll make it known. And when you guys are having this back and forth talk, I would say less. Let him apologize to you and tell you what he wants with, you know, what potential he sees of you guys being together. But I certainly wouldn't be like pouring my heart out to him because he's clowned on you a couple times. So let him prove it. If if you really like him, which it seems like you do, and you want to give him a chance, let him prove how much you mean to him. Um, And keep us posted on that. You guys are hanging out on Thursday. Oh, boy. Okay. So let's do these fuck, marry, kills. Uh, we'll do these. Uh, let's see. So these are p- the potato ones. <laughs> mashed potato, baked potato, french fry. Wow. Killing mashed potatoes. Don't come for me. Marrying French fries. Of course, I'm not a psycho. I'm not a freak. Fucking baked potato. Are you kidding me? That's the sexiest potato there is. Let's not get crazy now. And then fuck, marry, kill French fries. Crinkle cut waffle steak. Ooh, a a little steak fry is always a nice little treat. Right? But unfortunately, they're going to have to die. Sorry, steak fries. Bye. Because I'm not killing kinkle. I'm I'm not killing crinkle cruts. Crinkle cuts, not happening. It's giving Nathan's, okay? And waffle fries, come on. I'm not, I'm not a psycho. You can't kill those. So it's really, who am I marrying? I think I'm going to marry a crinkle cut because it's a classic. It's, it's wholesome, right? These are all traits that we need in something we're going to marry. It's a classic. It's wholesome. It's, uh, you feel safe, right? You feel safe with a crinkle cut. You're not really feeling that safe with a waffle because they're more rare. You know, a waffle will cheat on your ass, but a crinkle cut would never. It's a, it's, it's a wholesome family guy. And then we're fucking the waffle because w- what a fun time, you know? But anywho, you guys, I love you so much. Hope you have a great week. You can send in questions at secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Excited to hear from you. And bye. <laughs>